three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're staying safe out there. I've got a review for the latest uh, Apple uh, film, Swan Song, which is written and directed by Benjamin Cleary, who has two writing and directing credits, uh, one for a film called uh, 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 Wow, ironically enough, Stutter (laughs) back in 2015, and then a movie called The Wave in 2017. Um, So yeah, this is his third official credit, and this of course stars Mahershala Ali, one of the best actors in the game right now, soon to be Blade. Yes, you of course know him from his Oscar-winning roles in Green Book and Moonlight, uh, along and uh, being in Hidden Figures and Alita Battle Angel, which, if you haven't seen Alita Battle Angel, watch Alita Battle Angel. It's really good shit. And of course, uh, Naomi Harris playing his wife, Poppy. You know her from Moonlight as well, 28 Days Later, and the uh, Daniel Craig franchise uh, of Bond films. And uh, you get Aquafina playing Kate, you know, from The Farewell, Shang-Chi. Glenn Close as Dr. Scott, you know her from, uh, of course, uh, Dangerous Liaisons, uh, and Frank Remembered. Uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on, uh, not, not, uh, oh my gosh, the one with, uh, Michael Douglas. I cannot remember that damn movie. Uh, but yeah, you got, you know, you know all of them. So here's what I'm going to say about this movie. I understand, Fatal Attraction, there we go. God, it took way too long. Uh, I understand that people are going to not like this movie. And I think the reason why people are not going to like this film is because of how real this film gets. Because, and I'm going to date myself a little bit here, uh, I remember when, back in, what was it, 90, uh, was it 98? Um, oh, 90, uh, 96, I think it was, 96 or 97, um, where they cloned that sheep, uh, Dolly the Sheep. And I remember... Yeah, so 96, I would have been, yeah, I would have been nine. So I remember hearing about that as a kid and immediately going, how are we going to weaponize this? And I remember a couple of my mom's friends looked at me like, wow, like, why would you think that? that? And I remember in my head going, I've read enough sci-fi <laughs> to know that our technology at points it's way too quick for our own good. That's actually one of the things I love about uh, Eternals, how they brought that up, how technology, while a great thing, at the end of the day is usually used by humanity to uh, fuck each other up. And (laughs) and so watching this movie, um, Mahershala Ali pulls double duty. He plays uh, uh, Cameron, and then he plays uh, his clone, uh, who's uh, named James, if memory serves correctly. What I really love about this movie is it really makes you look inside and ask yourself, what would you do for your partner? 
because at the end of the day, let's keep a 100. One of the things that's always scary is the possibility of losing someone that you love. I mean, I've been with my partner for uh, for over four years, and I um, she's actually moving in in a couple weeks, which I'm very excited about. And one of the things I've been so grateful for of her is just being able to know. It's nice when you just know someone well enough that you can just just enjoy each other's company and just be with each other you don't have to be talking and you know or anything but you can just be in the same room and just feel that energy and that's something that they show through flashbacks with cameron and poppy and for me that was the stuff that just made me go damn this is kind of breaking my heart because there's not a lot of scenes with uh with uh, cameron and poppy in quote present day because cameron is suffering from his terminal illness so he's going to this um he goes to this uh, treatment center that's ran by glenn close so most of the stuff that we see between mahershal holly and naomi harris is all flashback stuff and so seeing what the relationship was to where it is now that combined with uh, Cameron's health is one of those things where you just go, damn, this fucking sucks. Because and the, the other thing that makes it so heartbreaking is if their past was any indication, even though they hit this incredible wall with things that just went wrong, you feel like they could earn, you feel like they could get their way back to that place. And so that makes it even more tragic where you go, wow, he's, he may not get the time to so this movie in particular was haunting for me in the aspect of i think about it in terms of someone like my dad because you know i i lost my dad you know right before i was going into high school i've talked about that uh on on past reviews and there's even a point and, I, and i'm i'm kind of dancing around this because i really want to give people the chance to discover this movie fully for themselves but what i'll say is that cameron and poppy have a conversation that is relevant to the plot as far as uh cloning and it's one of those questions where you go would you want to know like if something were to happen to your partner and they were sick like would you be okay just being like this may not be the person i fell in love with but just because they look exactly like them is, is that enough and it's one of those really fascinating lines on morality um you know you talk about uh, one of the best simpsons episodes of course you know bart sells the soul you know i love the way how that show addresses you know what a soul potentially is and it's one of those questions that you know as you kind of think about it you go uh, okay, like how, like how would you, how would you feel uh, about this? And his clone, uh, Cameron's clone, Jack, is is the name of the clone. When they start interacting with each other, it's just a tour de force for Ali, and it just shows how he's able. Just these different little inflections, uh, uh, just these little different, you know, pauses and everything in his voice the way he just makes these different little mannerisms it's it, it's fascinating just so obviously they look exactly the same they for the most part act the same but just just enough of a difference that you can tell and it's really well done it's so subtle and again rehearsal is one of the best actors 
we have right now. And I'm I'm really happy he took a swing on, on sci-fi because as I've talked about on the show before, my favorite genre of film when it's done correctly is sci-fi. I love a great sci-fi film. You know, I, I bring up Moon all the time because the Moon's fucking wonderful. I haven't reviewed Moon, and I should review Moon, but I digress. But when great sci-fi happens, you know, District 9, Ex Machina, this would be a great double feature of Ex Machina. I'm actually going to end up doing a double feature of this Ex Machina at some point. But it's one of these movies that you just sit back and go, that's going to give me a lot to think about. And at the end of the day, that's probably the thing I love the most about sci-fi is that it just makes you think. It makes you wrestle with not just morality, but how we think as a species and how our what we think is right and wrong, how that's a constantly moving line. Uh, morality itself is a constantly moving line, especially when it comes to technology and what we're willing to do to keep ourselves safe, you know, slash make ourselves as mentally capable as possible from hiding grief. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's be real. I know people talk about mental health awareness, but it's still taboo to a lot of people. So it's really fascinating how this film uh, addresses all of this. One thing I really did enjoy is that this is clearly in the future, but it doesn't feel like the far future. It doesn't feel like this is like, you know, a thousand years from now. It feels very like advanced modern like it's not too far off what's happening uh the way they're using technology here and the way that cars uh even drive and everything like i i was i was pleasantly surprised by that because sometimes you can't go too sci-fi in that direction but this keeps a modern feel while still showing advanced tech and, and that's a really fine line to walk and i love the way that the, the design on the cars and everything was done it's it's again it's subtle but it's stuff that I that I just really, really love. There is one scene that I will spoil. And it's not like important to the plot or anything. But there's this point where um uh, and one thing I will say too, just real quick, I love the way that Dr. Scott, Glenn Close's character, she goes ahead and explains the process. I'm gonna leave it vague, but they really go through step by step about you know what will happen and how this would occur and everything. And the way she lays it out, you just go, damn, this is like, this is heavy, like, ugh. And you feel the weight and the way that Mahershala uh, playing Cameron sells the weight and the gravity of what not only he's going through, but what he's willing to do to go ahead and protect and shield his family. One thing I love about this movie, and this is something I was talking to my friend uh, Bradley about, shout, uh, shout out to Bradley, is that. I love the fact this movie shows that you can do a selfish thing for a great uh, for a great reason. And it's up to you as the audience to think about, do you think Cameron's being selfish or not? Because I, I talked to a couple of my friends who flat out went, I, I would consider at worst doing this. I'd probably go through with it. So I have friends of mine who actually would go, uh, you know, would go, would go the route of, oh, I wouldn't tell my partner. I would just go ahead and do this. And seeing Cameron wrestle with that is an incredibly powerful thing. The last thing I'll bring up before I kind of get to final thoughts, because again, I'm dancing around this. I don't want to give too much away. There is a scene where Cameron and Jack are talking to each other. 
and it feels and they're really arguing the morality of this whole situation in the way that Mahershal is able to jump back and forth between each character. I know I mentioned it somewhat earlier, but it's just, it's an incredible scene. And the way that scene ends, and then kind of the scene after that, is some of my favorite stuff in the film. Uh, the cinematography in this is also just top-notch. It is top-notch uh, for me, personally. Um, the last thing I want to bring up... Uh, the score, the score is absolutely ex excellent. Um, the the cinematography, and I'm gonna butcher your name, sir. I am so sorry. Uh, uh, Masanobu uh, Takayangi. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Um, he did the he did the cinematography. He did the cinematography for out of the, uh, out of the furnace, which I remember liking actually. Uh, also did the uh, cinematography for the gray. Uh, spotlight and and uh and black mass huh interesting but this cinematography just has this almost this haunting like you it's almost like the clouds themselves are weighing down on you as you're watching cameron go through all this it's it it the, the cinematography adds weight to the gravity of this whole situation and it, it's just it's just amazing um this might I don't know if this will crack my top 10, um, but it it could. Like, there's honestly a world where it, it, it could. Uh, I really enjoyed this, and the more I think about this movie, the more I actually like it. Uh, the score was done by Jay Wadley. He went ahead and did uh, the score for I, uh, I Carry You With Me. Um, so, yeah, um, but he does a great job with the music here. I... I'm such a fan of this movie. I understand why some people are just not going to like it. Again, because, you know, this is not fun sci-fi. This is something that's going to kind of probably stick with you a little bit. But that's really what I love about it. So uh, this is a solid A for me. And yeah, if you have not watched this, it is well worth, worth your time. Please watch this movie. Support stuff like this. Um yeah, absolutely, absolutely well done. I look forward to watching this again. But Swan Song, what do you think of, of it if you have seen it? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher and iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Tune Up to name a few spots. You can go ahead and like both of our pages on Facebook at The Real Podcast. Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. That's R-E-E-L. And don't forget to follow yours truly on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll have reviews coming up here soon for Sing, Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, the Harry Potter reunion special, and a breakdown of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness teaser trailer. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and we will talk to you soon. Wear a mask. Stay safe out there. Get your vaccine.